Good morning, church. So we continue with our mini-series no? on the family and marriage. And uh, last week, we went back to the book of beginnings, Genesis, and learned from our creator, God, the author and perfecter of marriage. No? Yung anyang four steps, living, cleaving, united, naked. These are the four essential elements for a healthy, strong marriage. Today, our focus is on the family, parent-child relationship. And did you know, did you know that the family, more than any other institution, has been under constant attack? And this attack did not happen overnight. No? Simula pa yan nun beginning, when God created the first family and instituted marriage. Satan has been on a mission. Search and destroy what God has created. To demolish what God deemed good and beautiful. And if we were to write no, a short list of the things that contributed to the destruction of the family, this list would include cohabitation, no? or sa term natin sa Philippines, live-in. Premarital sex, children born out of wedlocks, abortions, same-sex marriage, annulment, divorce, pornography, among others. And it's quite obvious that today's culture runs opposite the teaching of the Bible. And that is why, brothers and sisters, it is very important that we hold fast to God's command and His laws, that we, as a family, walk in a manner worthy of our calling. And so again, no? church, may I invite you to please rise in reverence to the reading of God's Word. Let's read no? yung ating passage this morning. In unison, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Let's bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, again, no, we lift up to you itong time namin. I pray that there will be no distraction coming from any other things, but allow our eyes to really be enlightened, ears to hear, and hearts and, and hands and feet to really apply and obey what you have asked us to do. For I pray all of this only in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Please be seated. And so today, we will answer two, no, two lang. Two vital questions so that by God's grace, we will be able to achieve the right parent-child relationship. Yung first, what are the timeless and practical instructions given to a child? The second question, what are the practical and timeless instructions given to parents? Bakit? Because healthy, strong families 
begins with right parent-child relationship. Again, healthy, strong families begins with right parent-child relationships. And so for the first question, what are the timeless and practical instructions given to a child? It is to obey and to honor. To obey and to honor. Again, let me read verses 1 to 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. So, who are being addressed here? No, see, no. It's the children. No, it's the children. But the original word can also refer to children of varying ages. No? Pero I'm sure, and I'm very positive, that Paul was not referring to infants or little children. Kasi itong mga little, narinig ko sa iba, sabi, little monsters, no? Itong mga little kids na to cannot follow yung mga tinuturo. No? Instead, this command was addressed to children who are responsible, reasonable, and able to understand. And their age can vary from preteens hanggang adults, including me, adults, yes, whose parents are still alive. Ito mga children na to should follow this command. So, what should these children do? Okay? First, they are commanded to obey. No? Obey. Oh, yung mga children, let's say this together. Let's say this word together. Obey. No? Yeah, hindi ko kayo narinig kasi naka-face mask kayo, but that would do. No? We are commanded to obey. No? And this is not a request or a voluntary act. Like I said, it's a command. And take note, take note, obedience is our outward action and behavior. Okay? Obedience is your outward action and behavior. It means two-step yan. You listen attentively, no? listen attentively, and you respond positively to what is heard. No? You listen attentively, and you respond positively to what is heard. Kanina, when we were driving to church, no? Biglang nag-ring yung telephone ng anak ko. I told them, please put your phones in mute. No? So they listened attentively and they responded positively. Ginawa nila kaagad. No? In other words, the command to obey means children are to put themselves under the authority of parents. No? Of course, no? Uh, in our marriage preparation class, I would always tell the couples who are still living no, with their parents no, that uh, they can listen attentively, no, but in terms of response, you first discuss it with your spouse. No? Usap muna kayo with your partner. And then it is up to the couple to decide whether you will follow or not. Kasi ibang entity na kayo. So that's the first one, to obey. No? Second, to honor. No? Aside from that, children are commanded to honor. No? 
So, sabihin natin ulit, honor. No? Honor. Ha? Honor. If obedience is our outward action and behavior, honor is our internal attitude of respect and reverence. Internal. No? And this word means to place a heavy value on someone. Or to have, to hold someone in the very highest regard or respect. Yun yung ibig sabihin ng honor. Obey and honor. To whom? Next comes the phrase, parents in the Lord. No? So this is not saying that children should obey only parents that are believers. No? It doesn't mean that. Instead, it is telling us that the extent by which yung ating obedience, no, obedience of the children is to be carried out in a way now we are also obeying God. Okay? We respect our parents as if we are obeying God. That's the manner that we obey and honor them. Yet, no, sa totoo lang, there are some parents who will not often inspire or motivate children to obey and honor. I should know. Kasi isa ako doon. As a parent, there are instances with when my words and my actions are what? Abusive. No? Inconsiderate. Judgmental. Thoughtless. Ungrateful. No? In the past, no, ang dami mga Children, mga youth, no, would say to me, Pastor, hindi mo lang alam yung sinasabi mo. No? It may be effortless to obey and honor fathers and mothers who take good care of us. It may not be hard to obey and honor parents who provide for our needs. It's easy to obey parents who are faithful no, to each other. But pastor, what about fathers and mothers who act in ways that are shameful, hurtful, and repulsive? How do I honor a parent who abandons me? How do I honor fathers who work but does not provide for his family and he spends his income on gambling? Drinking, womanizing. How do we honor a mother who spends time gossiping no, with friends or flirting with other men? How do we honor and obey the dishonorable and unlovable? I know it's not easy to obey and honor someone who has hurt you very deeply. And our human instinct is to seek vengeance, to repay evil for evil, which is the standard of this world. Pero, as Christ followers, difficult as it may be, we must be set apart. We must be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Yan din yung sinabi ni Apostle Peter in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. And I'll be reading from the Living Bible. 
Don't repay evil for evil. Don't snap back at those who say and do things about you, unkind things about you. Instead, pray for God's help to them. For we are to be kind to others, and God will bless us for it. So how do we pray for them? No? Lord, kunin mo na sila. No? Of course not. Diba? Say a prayer of blessing. Say a prayer of blessing for him or her, for their family, for their ministry, for their business. And add to that, sabi ni Jesus Christ, Sermon on the Mount, no? You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. Our Lord also added, if you love only people that loves you, what's your reward? Diba? How are we different from the unbelievers? Naalala nyo? When Jesus was being nailed on the cross, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. At that time, Jesus was hurting, suffering, dying. And yet, he still learned, and he still chose to forgive them. Listen, no? listen to this. God commanded children to obey and honor their parents, not because they are perfect and never wrong, but because our God is perfect and never wrong. <clears throat> our God is perfect and never wrong. For the ways of the Lord is right, and we, the righteous, should walk in them. Yun yung sabi ni Hosea in chapter 14, verse 9. And add to that, this is what Paul meant when he concluded, for this is right. It is right because God says it's right. I want you to know, that loving a hurtful parent does not come from our own strength and ability. Hindi natin kaya yung. But loving a hurtful parent can only come from the supernatural love of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who loved us while we were yet unlovable. Loving a hurtful parent can only come when we submit to the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's the reason why we can choose to love those whom we feel don't deserve love. We can choose to honor those whom we feel don't deserve honor. Another reason this is right is because God is glorified and we are doing what pleases Him. And this is what Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this pleases the Lord. Yet, I have to clarify, pag sinabing in all things, it means all things except when parents, when our parents commands us to do things that are against the will and the laws of God. And, of course, to the children 
who will be obedient to obey and honor this command, God's blessing for them is twofold. No, dalawa. Quality of life. That it may go well with you. Quantity of life. That you may live long in the land. Now, in the Old and New Testament, itong two promises of go well, long life, are a little difficult to understand. Kasi, Scripture offers very little explanation. Yet, we can also see that when a child persistently, no, patuloy, persistently disobey parents and dishonors their father and mother, yung end result of that child may not go well and at times deadly. No? What do I mean by that? No? In Exodus chapter 21, verse 15, it says there, whoever strikes, no? pag isaming strikes, inatak mo yung parents mo. Whoever strikes his father and mother shall surely, no? shall surely be put to death. Likewise, in Exodus chapter 21, verse 17, whoever curses his father and mother shall surely be put to death. Grabe. No? Then in Deuteronomy 21, verse 18 to 21, talks about a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey his father and mother. And itong son na to will not even listen when he is being corrected. And the, pa and the parents can bring their case to the elders of the city. And what do the elders do? The elders will seize the son, stone him to death. So that, bakit? Evil shall be removed. People will hear about it and fear. Nako, narinig mo si ano na bato? It should be noted also that in Paul's letter to the Christians in Rome and Timothy, he warned them that one of the marks of a person who has a depraved mind, who is ungodly, is disobedient to parents. And so from these passages, we can say that children who disobey and dishonor their parents show no respect to the basic authority instituted by God. The constant disrespecting of basic authority could then lead to disobeying the laws of the land. And itong rebellious attitude brings instability, danger, or even a shortened life, as the child would often get into trouble in prison and in the worst case, dead. On the contrary, we can also surmise that children who honor and obey their parents will generally, no, generally have higher relation, happier relationship because there is what? Decreased tension in the parent-child relationship. Thus, we can also safely assume that obedience and honoring of parents promotes self-discipline in the child. 
which in turn bring stability, safety, and prolonged existence. No? Wag ka nang ano sasama doon kasi parang masasamang barkada yan. Opo. Don't drink while driving, ah? Huh? Yes, Papa. However, the principle that obedient children will live long as compared to disobedient children is not a universal rule. No, hindi yan universal. For we also see what? Godly children dying young. No? And rebellious one living old and long. Nakubuhay pa yan, ah. Although, although there are exceptions, this must not hinder us or hinder children from following God's command. Now, allow me to share some practical tips no, on how children, huh? this is addressed to all the children, how children can obey and honor their parents even no, if you think they don't deserve it. No, even they don't deserve it. Number one, forgive them. Forgive them. There are no perfect parents. They may have made unwise decision, made unrealistic expectation, no? or have said and done things that would have wounded and hurt you. No? We can best obey and honor our parents by extending grace and forgive them. Number two, share the gospel to them. No? Christians have the cure, no, Tayo, we have the cure for a disease far more dangerous than cancer or mga other sickness. Yung cure natin is the one that will cure, no, Yung, yung thing that would destroy our soul. No? And we share the gospel to them. Honor them by sharing the love of Jesus Christ. Number three, do acts of kindness to them. No? Send them flowers. No? Padeliver ka ng mucharap or country chicken. Call or text them. Ma, Speak kindly to them. Now, our words has the ability to bring life and death. And choose words that will bring life to your parents. You know, ganyan lang si Airpads, no? Pero kapag walang S yan, no? Mabait si Papa. No? Dadalhin pa kami ng pagkain niya. Teach your children to honor their grandparents. No? Teach them on how to confer honorifics. Dito, turuan natin sila to kiyohima angkong, ama. No? Yeah. Teach them respect because one day, no, you also will be grandparents. Pray for them. No? When was it no? or how long has it been? since you prayed for your parents. Make it a point to pray for them, maybe now or tonight, and pray for them regularly. Support them. Support them. 
You know, I'm touched when couples in our marriage preparation class would discuss seriously huh, how they will look at their aging parents, no? particularly in the area of finances. No? Pero even if you're supporting them financially, that does not justify that you neg neglect them emotionally or abandon them. Anong ibig kong sabihin? We may hire services of nurses or caregiver, pero our personal loving care as a child should not be done by proxy. Nurse, pakisama mo sa tatay ko, na-miss ko na siya. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with the promise that it may go well with you, that you may live long in the land. What are the timeless and practical instruction given to children? To obey and to honor. Because healthy, strong families begins with right parent-child relationship. Second, what are the timeless and practical or practical instruction given to parents? Okay. Exercise restraint and nurture. Exercise restraint and nurture. Let me read verse 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but raise them up in the instruction, in the instruction and discipline of the Lord. Again, who are being addressed here? Fathers. No? But the original word, uh, original word, no? original word can also refer to parents, as seen in Hebrews 11, verse 23, which was how this word was used, no? parents. Now, since Israel was a patriarchal structure, the father is the authority, and he is also responsible for his whole family. And similarly, for the Greeks and the Romans, sila din, they have a patriarchal structure. For the Greeks, no? the father have absolute authority over his children, much like a king over his subject. And in the, and in the aspect of discipline, the father has the authority to beat, to punish, and even lock their children up. Yun yun sa mga Greek. No? For the Romans, they have what we call the father's power, no? or the patria potestas, where the father has the sole and absolute power of life and death over his children. The father can imprison, can torment, can shame, and even ask someone to kill his son. Of course, it is unfair naman to think that all the fathers acted that way. That there was no tender loving care under the Greek and Roman family. Because Paul was now addressing fathers who were enlightened. Fathers who were set free through the power of the gospel. 
fathers who are walking in a manner worthy of their parental calling. And so, Paul was commanding these fathers, no? ano sabi niya? I know, alam ko naman that you will exercise your parental authority, but I want you to do this. Exercise restraint in the way you discipline your children. Do not provoke your children. Now, there's also a parallel passage in Colossians chapter 3, verse 21. Do not exasperate your children. You know, provoke and exasperate may have different, may, may, may be spelled differently, but yung meaning nila carries the same idea. Anong ibig sabihin yan? To provoke and to exasperate means uh, it is an extreme form of making people angry. So, kung gusto mong magali sa tao, exaggerate form, exaggerated, over na yan. No? Or, you create an irritation. You will irritate your children to the point that it will make them angry. Previously, no? previously some parents asked me naman, to expound on the area of not provoking. Paano yung pastor? No? Because they contend that it's a tough act. Ang hirap ha, sa totoo lang. No? To exercise authority, to discipline. To set these standards and to hold our children accountable to these standards. So how do we discipline? And not go overboard to the point of creating or frustrating our children making them bitter and angry. I'll be sharing no, some practical examples, even imparting yung mga personal mistakes ko. As we look no, at ways parents can provoke or exasperate yung kanilang mga anak. Number one, overprotection. Overprotection. We restrict them. We never trust them. We never give them opportunity to develop independence. At when they make decisions, we mock them. Ha! Anong decision yan? And they feel deprived. And you know what? Deprivation will instill angry, an anger mood. Especially when they compare themselves dun sa ibang kasama nilang mga children. So parents, gradually, gradually let go of the restraints. Encourage them to think and make decisions. And alam naman natin when they make decisions, no? Leave room for error. Magkakamali sila. Tayo din naman nagkamali. And let them feel some kind of the pain of a bad decision. Overprotection. Number two, favoritism no it will cause your children to be bitter and angry then no when he or she is not treated equally no alam nyo, we don't have any problem with this no with i here so why can't you be like him you know those words will cause deep hurts and frustrations when children ask you no Papa, Mama, 
sino favorite mo? Now, I'm sure your, your children asked you that. Diba? Sinong favorite mo? No? And I'm sure you tell them, no? Lahat kayo favorite namin. Diba? But take note. It is one thing to say that you love them. And it is another thing to demonstrate that you love them. Number three, achievement. No? You know, there are many parents no, who push their children to unrealistically to become... Ah, there are parents who push their children unrealistically to become high achievers. Diba? In academics, kailangan na puro, pers- puro 100. Kailangan puro A+. In sports, kailangan ikaw yung top scorer, ha? top rebounder. Or in other, other activities. And in doing so, we could literally crush our children with improbable pressure to excel. You know, I've heard of many stories where children lose their morale. No? They lose their determination. They run away. Or yung iba pa, no? take their own life. Because they cannot fulfill their parents' foolish expectation and constant comparison with other children. Another way that we exasperate our children this discouragement. Ano? Ni minsan walang approval, walang honor, walang affection. No? Parents, our children are not soldiers. Diba? Hindi sila taga PMA. They desperately want our approval and appreciation. And guess what? Kanino gusto nila manggaling yun? Of course, kay papa and mama. Our children need to hear, no? That's wonderful. Job well done. Alam mo, I'm proud of you. I love you. And please naman, don't say it in a condescending manner. Sacrifice. If we don't make sacrifices for our children, they will be convinced na they are nothing but pampabigat lang. Have we sacrificed our agenda, our time, schedules, possessions for our children? When we make sacrifices, it sends a message. Importante ka. Inconsistency. No? Ngayon, may ginawang palpak, okay lang. Tomorrow, correct them. Next day, you punish them. No? Our children cannot see the inside of us and they get confused by the erratic message. Okay? So, we must make it a habit to be more consistent. If you have decided to ground your children for three days, three days talaga. No? Hindi yung after one day na wala nang galit. O sige, alis ka na, kawawa ka naman. Unreasonableness. No? In other words, 
When you do things, there's no reason, walang dahilan. No? And so, what happens? Pag may sasabi sa'yo, Pa! Pa! Let me explain. No? What's the answer? No! Basta tumahimik ka na lang. We're so unreasonable. Bitter words. Sana hindi ka na pinanganak. No? Alam mo, you are the biggest mistake of my life. Wala ka nang ginawan tama. You know, whether it was out of frustration, out of anger, or whatever we are feeling, we parents have the words to devastate and shatter our children. And our children cannot match them. Yeah, parents, no? is it possible, is it possible that as we seek to do the right thing, are we parenting our children with the grace and love of God, or are we obscuring it by the heavy-handed way we discipline them? Second, after telling the fathers, do not do this, Paul commanded them, he urged them, this is what you should do. And what's, what's that? The fathers are to bring them up. Now, this phrase, to bring them up, means no, you should raise or grow your children into maturity. And the manner, no, the manner by which parents are to bring their children up to maturity is by Discipline and instruction. Now, yung discipline and instruction, maybe parang ang hirap i-define, di ba? But we can distinguish them by this, no? We view discipline as more on the physical aspect of training. Like example, model, punishment. And then yung instruction naman, we view it more on the verbal aspect of training, like encouraging, correcting, admonishing. You know, the Bible instructs us in Proverbs 13, verse 24, He who spares the rod hates his son, but he who, who loves him discipline him diligently. Now, if we were to apply these two methods of discipline and instruction, it would go like this. Verbally correcting them, explaining to our children the error of their ways. And then, physically, if needed, giving them a small amount of pain. No? Kaya lang dapat walang lasting injury. Ah? A kind reminder to parents, no? including me. Sometimes we get stuck on the rod part. Doon lang naalangin. Fathers, no? Pero he who spares the rod hates his son. Yun lang. And we forgot the latter part. No? We're so quick to spank and fail to speak or express the reason why they are getting punished. And in the area of physical correction, let me again warn our parents, including me, not to abuse our power and authority as parents. 
In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might, all your strength. Again, the verbal aspect means we teach and discuss with our children about the God that we believe and His Word and instruct them about spiritual discipline. And then yung physical training involves modeling how to worship, how to do quiet time, how to have family devotion, how to pray together. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 7, you shall teach them diligently. And when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up, no? Anong ibig sabihin nun? This means that we use everyday life as a reality classroom. When we verbally teach our children on values like honesty, we must physically teach them by consistently walking the talk. In other words, we must show them honesty not only means returning yung 20 pesos na sobrang sukli sa sari-sari store, but also when we see a wallet full of cash, we, we persistently seek for, the, seek for the rightful owner. Hindi yung itatago na lang natin. As I end, no? let me read an excerpt no? from a poem written by Dorothy Law. Dorothy Law Nolte, entitled, Children Learn What They Live. If children learn with criticism, they learn to condemn. If children live with hostility, they learn to fight. If children live with fear, they learn to be apprehensive. If children live with jealousy, they learn to feel guilty. I envy, sorry. If children live with shame, they learn to feel guilty. But, if children live with encouragement, they learn confidence. If children live with acceptance, they learn to love. If children live with sharing, they learn generosity. If children live with honesty, they learn truthfulness. And if children learn with security, they learn to have faith in themselves and in those around them. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but raise them up in the fear, in the, in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. What are the timeless and practical instruction given to a child to obey and to honor? What are the timeless and practical instruction given to parents? Exercise restraint and nurture. Because healthy, strong families begins with right parent child relationship. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. And I continue to pray for everyone here in your house, in UECP, and even those listening online, that Lord, as your word 
would strike a chord in our respective hearts. I truly pray. Now, Lord, we will not just allow this to just be retained in our head, but may it sink down into our hearts and flows through our hearts, our, our hands and feet. That truly, Lord, just like, your, just like Apostle James, may we not be listener of your words, but doers as well. Help us. Please help us to be godly child and godly parents. For we ask this only in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.